Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? I made it clear that my intention was to play and my intention was to play for the New York Jets. Rodgers going for it all. Looking to bring it open. He's got it. Lazard. Gonna go. Touchdown. Rodgers snaps it quick. Scrambles to his right. Pumps and runs. And Rodgers is inside the pylon. Allen has time. Intercepted. Sauce Gardner's got it. Breaking away. Garrett Wilson. Wilson a big play downfield. Allen tripped up. He could not get past Jermaine Johnson. Oh, look at the speed of Brees Hall. He's done it again. Brees Lightning. 62 yards for the touchdown. And he's sacked again by Quinton Williams. What a beast. Number 95 for the Jets. Listen. This is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at PlayLikeAJet1. And we're going to break down the film of Carter Warren. We did a great show on his origin story with Noah Hiles of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. Now we're going to take a look at the All-22. And to do that, the guy who did that for us on the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel, youtube.com slash playlikeajet, the thunder from down under, Luke Grant. Luke, what's up, man? I'm doing well, Scott. We're getting closer and closer to training camp to real football it's exciting, so let's jump into some Carter Warren, and uh, we'll see how it lands. Luke, before we get going, i got to ask, because right now it's scorching hot here on the East Coast. It's the summertime. What's it like in Australia right now? Because I remember when Doug Shanahan came on the show, and Doug Shanahan was a guy who tried out for the Jets about 20 years ago. And at the same time, he was playing for the U.S. in the World Games in lacrosse. And he ended up having a tremendous career in lacrosse. Right now, to this day, he's still involved in the game. I think he coaches. But at the time, he was playing lacrosse and in Jets training camp. They actually made a special exception for him to leave Jets training camp for a while. And he was the last player cut that year at Jets training camp. So he came this close to making the roster. But I remember him saying that it was summertime here in the States. And when he got off the plane in Australia, he was freezing. He didn't realize he would have needed to bring a winter coat. Is that what's going on right now in Australia? Is it winter time? Yeah, I went to put something in the bin yesterday morning, and it was one degree over here, which is about 33 um, <laughs> Fahrenheit. So it, it's pretty cold over here, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, so I guess this would not be the ideal time for training camp for the NFL if they were in Australia. No, most definitely not. It's a little bit brisk. Not too much sweat, but uh, yeah, no, I think they can keep it over there in the US. <laughs> well, that's good because Carter Warren, who's coming off an injury, is going to need better weather conditions than being freezing cold every single day, and he will get them at training camp. What stuck out to me at first with Carter Warren is he looks like a guy who has 
ideal size and athleticism for the position. Six foot five, over 300 pounds, can move pretty well. Tell me about that. Yeah, I think he's a really nice sized athlete. You watch him on the tape at Pitt when you chuck on the Izzy Abanaconda or watch it for him and you can just see that he's an NFL body type and that's important in the tackle position. Um, so much of it is a size, speed, skill type um, type area. Um, obviously a reactory position and he does a fantastic job. It really stood out for me in pass protection. I think he's got a ways to go with his run blocking and um, there's some areas he can definitely improve, but the pass blocking jumped off the screen for me with Carter Warren, especially in 2021. Uh, he had some great reps, and I think it's pretty exciting. Um, his frame with the number 77 on the back at left tackle was really good against Clemson, a number of ACC games. So he's a guy who I think can jump in and be a swing tackle pretty early. We saw that from Max Mitchell last year. If you're looking for a guy to do the same from the left tackle spot, I think they've got a good one in Carter Warren. Luke, can you talk a little bit more about Carter Warren's pass protection? Because he's a guy that I think is reasonably well-polished for the amount of experience that he has. And obviously, just about anybody coming into the NFL from college is going to have a learning curve. And Carter Warren only played a couple of games last year before he got hurt. But he's an older guy, so he's got some experience. And I think he's the type of player where when the season starts, maybe he's not ready to enter the starting lineup. But if, say, something happens to one of the starters and he needs to get pressed into action around the middle of the season or later in the season, he's got the potential to be ready to do that without being embarrassing. Remember last year we said Max Mitchell would have a tough time if he got shoved in early. He did get shoved in early. Played better than we expected, but when he came back the second time after the injury, he started to get exposed a little bit. But I think Carter Warren is probably further along in his development in terms of technique and particularly pass protection than Max Mitchell was last year, right? Yeah, most definitely. I think to give everyone some context and really piggyback on what you were saying, in the 2021 season, the full year he played, as you mentioned, had the injury in 2022, Carter Warren had the most true pass sets out of any tackle in college football. So he's a guy to come in and be prepared. You you know compare that to a guy like Mackay Becton, who came in with a handful. He had like 84 true pass sets in his career at Louisville. This guy in Carter Warren has played in a pro system. He's ready to go, and he has reps, even though he didn't play in 2022. That's a positive thing when you look at the development of his pass pro, and that's why he's so NFL-ready. Um, for a guy that's only played a couple of years of college ball. So that excites me for sure. And it definitely showed up with the college tape. Um, his ability to, to fly out of his stance, some of his vision, there's lots of these little traits that you only get with consistent reps and with repetition. And that's something that you can definitely see on the film with him. So uh, I think if he is pressed to come in and, and play immediately because of an injury to Becton or Brown or whoever they're playing on the left side, I think he is pretty well equipped to handle it. In saying that, I thought Max Mitchell kind of grew into it before he got hurt, but I think you can see better play from Carter Warren almost immediately. When you look at his pass protection, do you think that the zone scheme is the ideal fit for him as far as what he'd be able to do back there helping Aaron Rodgers? Because we know that is a huge factor in what the Jets look for. Do they fit what the team is looking to do from a scheme perspective? And would they be able to gel well with the current personnel, in particular when we're talking about the pass game, Aaron Rodgers? What do you think? Yeah, I think he's a really good fit. I think obviously a lot of people tend to you know let their minds go to zone blocking in the, the running game, but I think he's a really nice fit here in the scheme in pass protection. He can do a little bit of everything. If they want to do some of the RPO looks, he handled some of that in the ACC with Pitt. But as I said, he's got plenty of true 
pass sets as well. Um, the things that I like about him is, is just the nuance of the hand placement. I think that's so important. There's so many tackles that come out in the college game now, Scott. Even guys who are top 10 picks like an Andrew Thomas, um, some of the tackles in this year's class, even Jedrick Wills a few years ago in 2020, their hand placement is wide and late and they let people get to the chest. That's something you didn't see from Carter Warren. I thought he was very disciplined with his hand usage. Um, he mixed up his utilization and the timing of his pass sets and his hand punch. Those are the things that really jumped off the screen. I, I talked about it before and kind of prefaced this, but his game against Clemson in 2021 was going against one of the best defensive lines in the country. Miles Murphy, who was a top, what, 15, 20 pick on draft night in April, he just took him to town. Time and time again, he mixed up his timing and tempo. He punched him in the chest. Then he had patient hands. Uh, there were times when he'd explode out of his stance. Then his eyes would drift to the inside because they'd be running a stunt. He just is a very cerebral player in pass protection. Comes with those reps we talked about. And that's what impressed me about Carter Warren. Um, if you can do it against a defensive line like Clemson's, I think he can definitely develop to be a good NFL player. Um, but a lot of that comes with vision and with hand placement. They're the two things that I love the most from him. Um, his ability to, as I said, be a finesse player and kind of you know run the arc, protect his outside corner and keep the pocket clean. But then he can also jump off the ball and just smack you in the mouth with a quick pass set and get you on your heels and you've already lost the rep before you know it. So that was the nuance that I enjoyed from Carter Warren. I think it's going to fit perfectly in this Jets game. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Hand placement is an important part of technique, but there are other factors as well. Can you talk a little bit more about what you saw when you looked at the All-22 in terms of technique with Carter Warren? 
Yeah, the footwork's probably the next biggest thing for me, Scott. I think having your hands and your feet married is so important for an offensive lineman. I think Carter Warren does a really good job of it. Look, he's not going to be Lane Johnson. He's not that caliber of athlete. But he's a guy who has done a lot in pass protection and showed a lot. And there are examples where he was um, able to come out of a 45-degree angle kick step and cover a ton of ground and protect his outside left shoulder being a left tackle. There are other times when he was able to adjust, and I really like that. For a tackle, when you've made a mistake with your footwork, being able to adjust is king because you cannot execute every rep perfectly. There are going to be instances where you misread a stunt or an inside counter and these kind of things. Can you adjust, and can you just get a whitewash and a draw and a stalemate out of that rep? I thought Carter Warren did a nice job of it. He hardly allowed a sack over the last year and a half when he's been healthy. And a lot of that's because of the emergency footwork. There are times when he's able to redirect and open up his hips and feet to change his angle, to not get beaten to the inside and to protect against those moves. That's important. Um, You don't want a guy who's only going to get to the same landmark every single time, 45 degree kick step, protect the outside, protect the outside because I've got Von Miller coming at me around the corner because you just open up the gate to the inside. I thought he showed enough variety. He showed a propensity and an ability to um, handle those counter moves, and that really excited me. So, look, I know it's very easy to always gush about players that your team drafts, but Carter Warren in pass protection was honestly um, very impressive, and he is very pro-ready. As you mentioned before, Luke, the run blocking, much rougher than the pass blocking. It's not ideal, but if you were going to pick somebody that can be a really good pass blocker and is polished in that area, or somebody who's a really good run blocker and polished in that area but needs more work as a pass blocker, at this stage of the game, and especially considering the investment the Jets just made a quarterback, you would, of course, rather have a really good pass blocker, but that doesn't mean you don't want somebody who can run block. What are some of his deficiencies as a run blocker, and do you think that they can be fixed? Yeah, I do. And I think you make a great point, Scott, that when you have a 40-year-old quarterback, you much rather a guy who can protect the passer, especially the way that the modern NFL game is going. That is the premium skill position for a tackle. You can get around having one or two linemen who aren't elite or even particularly good run blockers. You cannot do that in pass protection. It's a weak link system, and you're going to lead to sacks, pressures, and your offense just capitulating and falling apart. I don't think Carter Warren is that level of bad when it comes to a run blocker. He just needs some development and time. Um, they ran a lot of inside zone um, at Pitt, and they're going to run a lot of different zone concepts here in New York. So there's already some familiarity. I like that. But I think some of the issues came with, um, at times, it was play strength and the ability to move people at the point of attack. Uh, the outside zone mightn't be a gap scheme per se, but you still need to be able to catch people. And I say it a lot on the podcast, in an outside zone or wide zone run, it's about catching people and driving them where you find them and just pushing them off the screen. Sometimes didn't get a ton of displacement. The other thing he can probably work on as a run blocker is some of his angles um, and vision at the second level. So when you're leaking out on a combo block or a lead side of one of those outside zone runs, the ability to to filter your eyes through traffic to make the correct read, but then take the right angle. That's really important. You can identify the man that you're supposed to block as a linebacker on the second level, but if you can't get there with your footwork and some of your hip flip and flexibility, that's going to lead to some bad angles, some missed blocks, and you're going to have guys leak out and make the tackle. Good thing is there's, there's plenty, it's easy to work with. Uh, Carter is a um, coming into an O-line, um, which has plenty of good run blockers, especially with Mackay Becton, Elijah Vera Tucker, 
Connor McGovern and Joe Tipman, depending on who starts at centre. So I think there's plenty of guys they can lean on if he needs to come in and play. Uh, he just needs to do a serviceable job, and I'm pretty sure he can do it. As you said, it's pretty easy to improve as a run blocker, much easier than as a pass protector. So I think he's got that in his favour. Um, and the, honestly, the way Pitt played, they passed the ball a lot. So he's going to be naturally more uh, NFL-ready in that regard and in that area, and I think that showed on the tape. So it's not something to panic about. I think it's just something to monitor that he's definitely a better pass blocker than a run blocker right now. Luke, do you see Carter Warren as potentially being a swing tackle? Could he play right and left tackle, or is he somebody that's exclusive to one side or the other? I'm, I'm always careful saying that, Scott, because obviously I haven't played the position, um, and I, I, a lot of NFL experts and offensive line guys like Brad Thorne talk about how difficult it is to go from uh, left tackle to right tackle and to change your stance completely. It's like trying to write with your left hand if you're right-handed. Um, everything's backwards and reverse. So look, I'm not going to sit here and say it's easy, but he has the skill set to me that looks like it would definitely translate at right tackle as well. If he's a fast learner, if he has the ability to switch his stance, to reverse his mindset, I suppose, as a left tackle, I think he could definitely do it. Um, would I think that's a good option to start 2023 for the Jets if they need a right tackle? No, probably not. I think you're better off playing Max Mitchell or Billy Turner there. But I think he's a guy who can definitely definitely develop into the Jets swing tackle, regardless whether it's left or right in two or three years. I just don't know whether you want to put that pressure on him in year one when you have some pretty reasonable options. To be honest, if Max Mitchell comes in and plays the way he played to end the season, you can get by. Um, with that pre-injury, Max Mitchell. Um, Billy Turner obviously has a lot of history with Nathaniel Hackett as well. So I think for the Jets, if Becton starts a right tackle, which I think we both expect, Scott, I think you're going to see um, that Carter Warren is the backup tackle at the left tackle spot um, to Dwayne Brown, and I'm pretty comfortable with that. I think that's his role, but he could definitely develop into a genuine swing tackle down the road. Luke, you say you think that Carter Warren can develop into a genuine swing tackle down the road. Do you think it's possible that he could develop into a legitimate starter? Now, I'm going to ask you who he reminds you of in a bit, but I will say Brandon Thorne, who you just referenced before, compared him to Joe Noteboom of the Rams. And Joe Noteboom developed into a pretty solid starter, recently signed a three-year, $40 million contract extension. Doesn't make him an elite player, but at that level of money, you're talking about a starter and somebody who is at least solid at the position. Do you think he has the potential to reach that level like a Joe Note boom, the way that Brandon Thorne does? Yeah, he definitely has that ability. Anytime you come in as a seasoned pass protection blocker, I think you have an opportunity in the NFL. And I think Carter Warren's going to have that. If he didn't have the injury to end 2022, I think there's a really good chance that he's a top 50 to top 60 pick in the draft. And he's a guy taken early on day two. And we saw that run of tackles. Uh, then you had the interior guys like Cody Marsh get drafted. I think you could have seen him in that area as well. Um, and he's that kind of caliber of player, if not for the knee injury. So, yeah, I think he has the ability to reach that ceiling. We've seen teams do this with developmental tackles all the time. The Patriots have done it. You saw Seattle do it last year. Yeah, they take Charlie Cross. They go and get another tackle later in the draft, and they have their bookends for the next 10 years. I think Carter Warren has an opportunity, especially considering he has a year to now come in and hopefully sit behind Dwayne Brown. If they think Mackay's a right tackle and that all goes well down the road, that left tackle spot is likely to be open next year. I can't see 40-year-old Dwayne Brown coming back He's battled injuries the last couple of years. His play is declining. I just don't think that's going to be an option for the Jets. Do you want to then spend a top 10 pick or top 20 or top 30 pick on a left tackle next year? It would be huge for the franchise and the organization 
if uh, Carter Warren was able to step up to fill that void and they were able to replace Dwayne Brown before he even leaves. That's what smart organizations do. They draft well. They put people in positions to succeed before they even need them. So they don't have to get desperate. They don't have to overpay. And they have um, a plan for the future. So I think Carter Warren is that guy for Joe Douglas. Obviously, he's a guy who knows the offensive line really well. I think you have to back him in his evaluation. I think Max Mitchell was a good pick last year. And if Carter Warren is you know, an even better version of him, with a healthy knee, I think that's a great selection. He's got a chance to be that caliber of player uh, that Brandon Thorne talked about. Luke, Joe Noteboom was Brandon Thorne's comparison. Did you have anybody particular in mind when you looked at the tape of Carter Warren? Was there somebody that stood out to you as a reasonable comparison? There wasn't anyone that necessarily jumped off the page. I think he was a really easy player to profile as far as, you know, kind of this lighter frame guy who is better in pass protection, who... Um, isn't going to be a plus run defender. I'm not saying stylistically is the same, but to keep it in-house, you look at a guy like George Fant, I think that's kind of what you can expect from Carter Warren early in his career, a guy who can definitely get out there and be mobile um, as a pass blocker, has good um, movement skills in space, but some of the things with play strength and the ability to seal blocks on the backside, that's going to be his weakness. I think that's kind of what he's going to be like early on. But no, I didn't really have a pro comp for him. He isn't a guy I watched a ton of pre-draft just because um, the pit all 22 is pretty difficult to get your hands on even after the draft, to be honest. But uh, I think he's a guy who can come in and and be a role player. And that's all really you're after from a fourth round pick. Uh, As far as a pro comp, not specifically, but I think you're going to get a guy who, as we've mentioned throughout, is almost ready to go out there and be a pass blocker from day one. And that's huge for the New York Jets in the instance of an injury. Like you said, Luke, when you're drafting a guy in the fourth round at offensive tackle, sure, you would love it if he develops into an all-pro or somebody like Jason Fabini, who's a long-term starter. But even if he ends up being a fringe starter along the lines of what you said with George Fant, who wasn't going to light the world on fire but was certainly serviceable when the Jets needed him for the most part, it's not the worst thing for a fourth-round pick that's pretty solid value. Uh, The the example I use, Scott, is looking at Bryce... um... Bryce Hall? Yeah, Bryce Hall. It gets confusing with the Jets and their name uh, name swaps. But I think Bryce Hall is a guy who a lot of people now look at as a bit of a bust. But at the time, everyone thought he was the best draft selection ever because he was a late third-round pick or fourth-round pick, wherever he was, um, and he came in and started for the Jets. That's what you're after. You're after a guy who can come in and start at a pinch. He may not be, you know an average NFL starter, but can just be serviceable and then develop into a player. Unfortunately, Bryce Hall didn't develop and he's likely on his way out in the next two or three months with the Jets. Hopefully you can see Carter Warren be that level of player from day one, be a really good selection, can start at a pinch, but then conversely can develop into a better player. That's what you're after. You're after developmental guys who, in this instance, because we're a team who's ready to compete right now, and that's extremely wild to say for a Jets fan, can come in and be a stopgap if required and then has long-term developmental plans as well. So I think it was a nice selection. I think you're right. That's what you're after in a mid to late draft pick and Carter Warren definitely fit that bill for me. Luke, anything else worth talking about with Carter Warren that we haven't touched on yet? No, look, I just want to reinforce that I think he's a guy who definitely fits into this scheme really naturally because of what he was asked to do at Pittsburgh. Um, I kind of mentioned that they run a lot of mid-zone, inside zone with Izzy Abanakunda and he... Um, I, I don't think you can, um, you know, undersell the fact that he's blocked for Izzy before. I think Abundakunda is going to have a role. The running back position is about coming in and playing from day one. You've got to milk that 
um, orange for everything it's worth, get all the juice out of it before that second contract. That's the reality of the running back position. So he's going to see the field with Bryce, um, Brees Hall, excuse me, uh, a little banged up, still coming off the ACL. Carter Warren has that um, connection with him, has blocked for him before. He knows what to expect. Those little things are important. Uh, I think that probably played a role in why the Jets liked those two players, uh, the chemistry there on offense, the scheme fit and the familiarity. So we're going to see if they can be role players. Hopefully for the New York Jets, Carter Warren's not needed. It would be much better for us if we come to this point next year and ask if Carter Warren can be the starter and we don't have to be discussing his play in 2023 because that means Dwayne Brown and Mekhi Becton are healthy and that's going to be a win for the New York Jets. Luke Grant, the Thunder from Down Under, thanks so much for coming on and talking about the film of Carter Warren from Passaic High School in Patterson. Tough area, as he's talked about, then he went on and played really well at Pitt. Now he makes his way to the New York Jets, and we have a better idea of what the Jets are getting from a film perspective. Really appreciate you jumping on. For those that want to check out your full film review of Carter Warren on our YouTube channel and want to see what we've got over at our store, tpublic.com, what's going on at tpublic? And what are people going to find when they go to our YouTube channel? Yeah, for the YouTube channel, you're going to find video Scott on every single one of the rookies except for Zaire Barnes, so I'm still breaking down, so keep an eye out for that one. We've got 10 to 12-minute film breakdowns, all 22, looking at these guys, um, their college tape and how they can develop in the pros, all the free agency acquisitions. We've had a couple of days off of the days. We're back with an Adrian Amos video coming out in the next 48 hours. Um, uh, year one review of Garrett Wilson, Um, So there's plenty of things coming up as we get into the season. We're going to have reviews every single week, five to six videos looking at how the Jets fared. Make sure you check us out. Subscribe over there at the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. And then across on Public, just really cool designs. Um, Stuff like the John Franklin's, Quinn and Williams, bless you, thank you range. Uh, Some drawings up of Zach Wilson still, if you think he's the succession plan to Aaron Rodgers. And then the Play Like a Jet logo merch. I say it all the time, Scott, but you can do anything you like with it. It's not just buy this T-shirt. You can put it on bucket hats. Uh, phone cases, laptops, stickers, sweats, anything you want, you can do it. So check out our store at Tee Public and uh, definitely subscribe over on the, on the uh, YouTube channel. Go get a bucket hat and support Todd Monken. <laughs> Everybody knows he's Mr. Bucket Hat. Check out everything we have over at tpublic.com. And, of course, our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash playlikeajet. Visit our store, tpublic.com. That's teepublic.com. And be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes. If you haven't done that already, easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. doesn't take you much time. doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you can go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and PlayLikeAJet.com. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds. Now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit makes these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage.
take the super light tree runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The eucalyptus fiber upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the super light tree runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a super light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.